Down to Business with Bobby Kerr on News Talk. Now, economists are very different people to politicians and seemingly delight in not having to sugarcoat any bitter pills they might ask us to swallow. I had this in mind uh, when I read uh, Sunday Times columnist Cormac Lucy's column when he suggested last Sunday that we should possibly raise property tax. Good morning, Cormac. How are you? Hi, Bobby. Um, Cormac, I, I read your article last week with interest, but the key point for me out of it was that in this country we tend to, you, you point out to us that in this country we tend to tax labour very heavily, but we tax property, property lightly. Um, can, can you elaborate for me? Well, I, I, was, I was making two arguments. One is that there are a whole load of organisations that seem to be working hard, but may actually be doing little. Uh, and they may be doing nothing that is very productive. Look at the, the board of the bank that disclosed Nigel Farage's details. What the heck were they doing saying that their chief executive was, 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 was fine and they unanimously backed her? Uh, if we look at the Department of Housing, we've been in a crisis for many years now. There is no significant notable uplift in the number of buildings being completed. And where I was dwe- moving on to with this was, we've parties on the left in the country. We had the, the newly uh, elected leader of the Social Democrats, Holly Cairns, saying that her generation was going to be the first generation to be less well off than her parent than their parents' generation. Something I dispute. The left has traditionally argued that there should be less tax on labour, labour, the Labour Party, and the the force of workers making up the labour force. They should be protected, and there should be more tax on property. And I was pointing out that in Ireland, we have astonishingly low taxation on property and astonishingly high taxation on labour. So if if you... 2022... And if you tot up all of the wages across the entire economy, and if you tot up on the other side then all of the taxes that the revenue commissioners raised, it would suggest that we're paying on average about 35% of our income in income tax, PRSI, USC. If you contrast that with the taxation of property, the the total local property tax last year was uh, $500 million. yeah. And the, the central bank reckons that the value of housing in Ireland at the end of last year was over 700 billion. So we're taxing labour at 35% on average and residential property at an annual rate of 0.07%. And I, I'm not arguing for more taxes. I think we should have lower taxes. But I think at the margins, we should be taxing property more and labour less. And I find it astonishing that the so-called parties of the left, uh, the Social Democrats, the Labour Party, Sinn Féin, really, are they thinking, are they like the board of, of NatWest? Are they like the people in the Department of Housing? They seem to be doing things. But what are they actually doing if this huge area for policy change that would suit, should, should on, on, on the face of it suit their agendas if that's not being mentioned at all? And could it result really, when you look at your analysis of both property tax and tax on labour, that effectively the wrong people end up footing most of the bill? But is there another argument that says, 
you know, just because you have a property doesn't make you wealthy. Oh, totally. Uh, totally. That There's a, a great businessman in, in, in Strokestown and uh, he bought Strokestown House after the, I can't remember the family name, the Mahans. Uh, the last of their family died out. So the, 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 the Mahans, there were three of them in 1914 and the son went off to fight in World War I and came back uh, dead within two months. And there were two elderly sisters who had the, the whole estate and they were, but they'd no cash. So they were acid rich and income poor and they just retreated from room to room and in the end were living in a bedroom with a, with a sort of a, a bar heater. Uh, so th- there is an argument that there, there will be people who will be asset rich. You might have somebody who has retired yeah. and are living in a fine big house. On the other hand, we have a lot of people who have retired who are living in houses that are way bigger than their needs in the middle of a housing crisis. And I think it's fair at the margins for public policy to encourage people living in five-bedroomed houses where only one bedroom is being used to encourage them to sell that house and move to something more appropriate. Now, there'd be arguments against that, but I think given the scale of the housing crisis, uh, it is appropriate that there should be some encouragement. Incentive. People to, to, to move in, to, to right-size their housing. Uh, and I think if there were to be a property tax, I think there should be some credit for the number of people permanently living in the house. So if you've got a family of, of with, with four children living in a large house, I think they should get credit for uh, you know the number of children they have living in the house to to to, to reduce the, the the property tax bill they would face. Yeah, there's a couple of texts in here, Cormac, that you might help me with. Uh, the first one, and I think it's a good one, is uh, th- that would never fly politically. No party will get elected suggesting raising pop- property tax. That's one of the problems, isn't it? That this would be seen. It's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. Inertia. And, and, and as a consequence of inertia, we're taxing corporations at an ultra-low rate. We're taxing property at an ultra-low rate. We have significant state services that need to be funded. And that means that a disproportionate burden of taxation then falls on income tax and uh, VAT. Uh, and, and they're contributing to very high property prices. And they're also contributing to Ireland having the highest cost level across the entire EU. And that's something, you know, that's another issue that doesn't get discussed. Uh, the cost level in this country and what is government, what if anything, are any political parties going to do to try to scale back those costs yeah. and bring them close to the EU average? Another text here says, Cormac, why should we have any taxation on property at all? It's a roof over your head and not like other commodities. We already pay huge sums in stamp duty on purchases. Any more taxes are grossly unfair on homeowners. So, well, I, th- I think we need to do, when we're having these debates, we need to distinguish between people who are arguing their own personal circumstances and people who are trying to come up with a detached view of what would be best for society at large. Uh, and I think one of the biggest problems we have is that, that there is such inertia. And the reason for that inertia is that there are so many people benefiting from the status quo, even though that status quo is clearly not working in, in, in other areas. So we have a lot of people who own property, and I'm all right, Jack. 
we've a lot of people trying to own property or trying even to rent property and they're facing absolutely massive problems and we've kind of got a split society where there isn't much discourse between those two different groups as a society we have to live together we have to prosper together and we it, it, it's not sustainable to have one group doing well uh, for, for a long period and another group doing very badly for a long period uh, that, okay. that's going to produce a political reaction all right well look we'll have to leave it there it's a fascinating debate and one indeed that we'll return to Cormac Lucy as always thanks for joining me down to business with Bobby Kerr on news talk.